Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The day is upon us once again. I've had butterflies all day. I feel like we're about to play a game seven of the NBA finals. What's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> Not all at once. Uh, yes, I love this. I love it. That's a tradition that whenever the four of us do a podcast, I say that and then just wait for all three of you guys or none of you to like say hello. Great. So I saw Nate's tweet as I was frantically finishing my uh, all-star column for tonight and not preparing for the mock trade deadline. So I think in this analogy, I'm like the team coming off a of back-to-back. That's what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> and one of my teams just fired its coach. We're, we're trying to rebuild on the fly and figure everything out like at a moment's notice. We have no empathy. <laughs> do, do I do get to express a, a small bit of outrage that Feldman always gets to be the Bucks because he coined Bucks here? But they're actually not that interesting this time, so it's it's less egregious than it would have been. Yeah, it's uh, it really is just tradition at this point. So just to quickly here to tell you what this is, uh, Dan Feldman from NBC, Kevin Pelton of ESPN, Dan Danny from The Athletic and Dunked On and his own podcast and just basically the entire internet at this point. And myself, we're all going to basically do a mock trade deadline. We've split up the teams with East buyers, East sellers, uh, West buyers uh, and West sellers. So gentlemen, why don't we go through here and you can just, we'll alternate. You just tell who your teams are and what just quickly are your goals. Uh, Let's start with KP who has the West sellers. All right, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, our goal is to use cap space to add draft picks. Uh, I have uh, Dan Feldman here. I, I have the generally the East buyers. So start off the Pacers. Our goal, we'd like to see if Bogdanovich, Darren Collison, Al Jefferson, those semi-expiring contracts can be useful for an immediate upgrade. Could also maybe dangle Thaddeus Young and have about a little more than $6 million in cap room that could facilitate, facilitate something. Uh, as the Atlanta Hawks, we've got all these expiring or expiring-ish contracts, Ilyasova, Edmund, Bellinelli, Mascala, Luke Babbitt, Malcolm Delaney that we feel could help teams that are trying to win this year. Uh, we're also going to listen on Kent Bazemore is actually a little old for us right now. Also thinking maybe Dennis Schroeder could be available, but you better come with at least two solid assets uh, if you want one of these guys. And then we're also in our rebuilding mode, willing to take on bad long-term salary, but it's going to cost. I have the West Buyers. I'll start with the San Antonio Spurs. Our urgent priority is to trade the too distant Kawhi Leonard. I'm just joking. Where the Spurs were not do you even do still anything. have the rights to him anymore? I mean, he's, he's been so distant from the team. <laughs> As you know, bird rights don't fade even if you're far away. All right. Uh, I also have the L.A. Clippers, whose goal is quietly to try to create 2018 cap space by trading DeAndre Jordan and Danilo Gallinari. Bucks here. Uh, we'd like 
to stay under the luxury tax, but still clear out some long-term salary and ideally upgrade at center. The Brooklyn Nets, uh, we want to get some more young guys uh, on the team, especially young guys with upside. We're willing to take on some bad long-term salary for a price. We might be thinking about offering some of our guys who are expensive but can still play for even more expensive, less productive guys and get some assets back in return. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie could also be available for the right offer because we actually want to be worse in 2019 when, amazingly, we actually have our draft. The Oklahoma City Thunder are looking to lower our luxury tax bill and or get better, but we have limited resources to do so because we don't have our first round picks for the next basically six years available, <laughs> available to the trade. We have them for most. Of them. Right. Uh, the L.A. Lakers would also like to create 2018 cap space. I don't know if anyone's heard that by trading Jordan Clarkson. We've <laughs> given up on trading Laval Dang. You read that Moja's story a few weeks ago uh, and then maybe get some value for Julius Randle, given the fact that we may have to let him go in our pursuit of cap space. Pistons here. We want to make the playoffs and stay out of the luxury tax. And so to do that, we want to add a really good forward and we'll dangle either our first round pick and or Stanley Johnson to get somebody. Charlotte Hornets, Kemba Walker, you may have heard it is available, although there's a little bit of foreshadowing, not entirely sure what our management wants to do. You know, we might be looking for just a first round pick and some cap relief with our long salaries or, or, or at long expensive salaries, or, you know, we're looking for like multiple all-stars in exchange, either one of those. The Houston Rockets are willing to listen on Clint Capella, Ryan Anderson, and Eric Gordon, but probably not willing to do more than that. And we're looking to clear roster spot if possible but it's not a huge priority because we do have some wiggle room the memphis grizzlies want to get value for our expiring contracts most notably tyreek evans wizards here would be interested in a player quite like Tariq evans a dynamic guard and maybe another forward we'd also like to reduce our luxury tax bill uh, primarily by dumping jason smith but it's not so important to us to get out of the tax completely well, let's talk later all right <laughs> orlando is willing to take back some bad salary and maybe to do so move our guys who are maybe a little overpaid but still can play like fournier uh simmons and vucevic maybe even beyond both there are worse contracts than his i, I swear uh and maria hazonia is a available um we'd like to in general also try to trade for a long-term point guard option um and also Mario Hazonia. the new orleans pelicans will are not planning on moving to marcus cousins but if one of you wants to make a silly offer we will listen we're mostly trying to get a little bit more breathing room from the luxury tax if possible and we will mostly try to talk to teams about omar ashik and alexei jinsa with the hopes of clearing up some space if demarcus cousins returns however we're not doing that urgently because he hasn't committed to returning yet uh the phoenix suns would like to move at least one of our mini centers and then create a roster spot in the process to use cap space to add draft picks celtics here we'd like to add another score take the load off kyrie irving a little bit but we don't want to set ourselves up where we're going to be in significant luxury tax pain next year the knicks are looking for a point guard upgrade but we're not sure we want to pay too much since we're kind of out of it already and chris asperzingas is hurt again uh any kind of youngish talent on the wing who can defend is something that we would like to get for the long term courtney lee kylo quinn both available and then we also want to move one of our centers willie hernan gomez could be available as well uh, as our our more high price center as well the denver nuggets are looking to get better if possible and also unload 2018 19 and beyond salary if possible and we will listen on will barton but we're happy with the role he's playing so we don't have to move him the portland trailblazers would like to get on their luxury tax 
76ers here. We'd like to add some shooting, but definitely maintain our 2019 cap space. And 2018 2000, cap space. 2018 cap space, yes. Thank you. Uh, the Bulls would like to move Nikola Mirotic. We're looking for a solid first rounder for him, and we don't want to take back any bad salary. Justin Holiday is another guy that teams to be interested in. Jerry and Grant, who had 20 points and 13 assists and absolutely zero turnovers last night against the Pelicans, is available. And we'd also maybe be willing to take on a medium-sized long-term salary for guys like Coupon and Holiday, but not trying to take back a ton of bad salary right now. We think we can do something in free agency. And the Minnesota Timberwolves are looking to add depth without committing to any long-term money unless that player is on a, a low salary and is really going to help us win this year and next year. Uh, the Sacramento Kings are hoping to dump George Hill's contract and get value for our expiring uh, Vince Carter contract so we can also create some roster spots and use cap space to add draft picks. Uh, the Raptors would like to stay below the luxury tax line but get out of ahead of some future uh, cost issues by trading Jonas Valanciunas now uh, and maybe even get ahead of restricted free agency by dealing Fred Van Vliet or uh, Bebe Noguera. Miami Heat, Hassan Whiteside is available, but we need something back that will help us uh, this year. We're also looking to acquire another penetrator with Deion Waiters uh, out for the year, and we'd look to dump A.J. Hammonds and just pay... Uh, actually, we don't have any cash left, so we can't do that. We'd still like to dump A.J. Ham if anyone is interested in him. <laughs> the defending NBA champion Golden State Warriors are looking to uh, shed some money if possible and open up a roster spot or two, and we will listen on Patrick McCaw and Damian Jones, but again, have no urgency to trade them if the offers aren't what we want. Uh, the Utah Jazz would like to get value for our players on expiring contracts, most notably Rodney Hood and maybe Derek Favors, particularly if we're able to add a stretch four. Cavs here and we have a whole lot we want to do we want to get a we want to get a commitment from lebron james that he'll stay uh but and just get some clarity of how we should proceed with that brooklyn pick we want to shop kevin love for players who'd better help us against the warriors and won't skip out and say they're sick when they're really not because we really know he was lying we'd also like to get a <laughs> defensive rebounding centric big man who can contribute offensively uh we could use uh, somebody who's dependable at both guard spots we'd also like to add another two-way wing or two and i think i just covered every position on the court and all of those guys have to have been better in 2013 than they are right now <laughs> we're actually we're actually shifting gears a little bit and looking for guys who will be good in 2018 new plan all right that sets the table extremely well here we will get into trying to get this and we're going to start with the Cavs, that brooklyn pick kevin love right after this valentine's day is nearly upon us and you want to look good with your significant other this valentine's day you can check out MeUndies matching pairs a unique fun gift for you and your valentine they're made from the softest materials on earth three times softer than cotton me undies are the most comfortable and fun undies that you and your significant other will ever own i love me undies they are the most comfortable pairs of underwear that i have ever owned they sent me a few and i immediately bought enough pairs to last me between laundry cycles really the first pair of underwear i've had that i've never had any problems with them bunching up or being uncomfortable they just fit absolutely perfectly if you want to get 20 percent off your matching valentine's day pairs with free shipping and a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee go to meundies.com slash cap space that slash cap space url easy to remember because we've been talking about cap space so much throughout this program meundies.com slash cap space is the url go to meundies.com slash cap space right now start matching your bottom half to your better half and make sure you go to that meundies.com slash cap space url to let them know that you came from us. all right so uh kobe altman i think you're first up here you seem to have surprisingly for a team that's made the nba finals the last three years some of the best assets available in trade for this deadline 
Cavs here. So we're we're interested in moving this Brooklyn pick, and here's what we really want. We want somebody who can help our team this year, but also be somebody who's the centerpiece of our team if LeBron leaves. Uh, so Pelicans, would you be interested in that Brooklyn pick? Kevin Love and Isaiah Thomas, and we'll take Omer Ashik, and you give us Anthony Davis. No, I okay. was hoping you were going to say DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, I set you up for that one. Okay. Uh, Spurs, I hear Kawhi Leonard hates you guys. Uh, if we give you the Brooklyn pick, would you be interested? No. Oh, for two. Uh, Warriors, uh, you're going to have this huge bill coming up. Are you interested in getting a young player in a cheap contract, and we could get Clay Thompson? No. Uh, Wizards. Something's wrong there. Like, it seems like every, J.J. Barea said you guys all hate each other. Uh, is John Wall or Bradley Beal available and you could save some money? Well, Wall can't be John traded, John Wall can't be traded. Okay, and, so we'll take Beal. <laughs> uh, Beal we, we are, we're not interested in doing that because there's so much uncertainty with that Nets pick. And we're we're looking at, I mean, even even if for whatever reason J.J. Barea happens to be right, the angry man, then we, we still think that this is the time for us to compete. So at this point, if it were like a clear-cut top five pick, but we think Brooklyn is going to be competitive the rest of this year, so that isn't worth it for us. Uh, LeBron James, the agent here, you know, Rich Paul, I'm very connected with the league. I, I found out that you're willing to move this Brooklyn pick, and you know, if you make this trade, I don't want you trying to claim that like uh, my client LeBron James committed to stay and then try to make him look bad because he's left and you did everything. You pulled out all the stops uh, to get him to stay and then he didn't. <laughs> he is not making any kind of commitment here at all. Certainly, I, I won't say that I wouldn't be more likely to stay if you're able to swing a trade that really gets us uh, uh, to win the NBA championship. But, uh, you know, you better not put this on me if you give up that pick and then I leave and it's like, oh, I betrayed you because that would be bullshit. Well, of course we're going to do that because these are the games we all play. So, of course we're going to do that. That's a nice threat. But we, we would, you know, if we get to the point where we have somebody who who's potentially available and it hinges on whether we'd get a LeBron commitment, we would ask you on that specifically. Uh, so I want to move down my call sheet now. Uh, the next team I want to ask about the Brooklyn pick, I want to uh, somebody dial up the Knicks for me. Uh, I'd like to speak to Phil Jackson, please. What, what? Oh, oh, uh, no, Phil doesn't work here anymore, actually. He's, uh, you know, he gave me his number in Montana in case I ever need anything. But you know what? I somehow, I don't know if he even has phone service up there. Uh, he just keeps texting me pictures of his feet in front of a pond. It's pretty <laughs> disgusting. Uh, but this is Steve, Steve Mills and I got Scott Perry right beside me. Uh, you know, we certainly are looking to, uh, get younger here. What, what do you got, Cavs? Uh, man, I wish, I wish Phil were still there. Is, is Kristaps Porzingis available? Um, the answer answer for anything that you have been talking about here is no ah, okay i got one more call to make uh, bef before i got a loop in lebron's age in my last swing uh trailblazers is cj mccollum available as a way for you guys to shed salary no i don't think so okay I'll, so those are the guys I'd, i'm targeting with that brooklyn pick where where i just do it where no matter the uncertainty with lebron so it doesn't look like there's anything there anything less than that we need some certainty for lebron so i i just guess i want to ask lebron's agent one more time if we dangle that pick and go back to the Pelicans they seem more eager to talk about DeMarcus Cousins would that get a commitment from LeBron because we, we can't trade for somebody like that unless LeBron is committed to stay so will LeBron commit to resign next summer you know it's just we don't even know if DeMarcus would commit to resign it next summer either I mean it can't commit to anything you know it could someone could blow out their Achilles certainly if we if we're better this year I'm more likely to stay I can tell you that but I can't make any promises whatsoever we don't know what it's going to look like uh, you 
years from now. Plus, uh, you know, did you know I just bought a second home in L.A. for like another 20 million bucks? <laughs> well, I'm I'm real sorry to hear that. I guess I'm going to have to start leaking how, how you won't. Or at least I'll wait. I'll wait till after the playoffs and then I'll start leaking how you wouldn't commit to us. And we were so close to a DeMarcus Cousins trade and, and it fell through because of you. Well, I, I could deal with that. Uh, but, you know, you still if you want any chance of retaining me at all, you still are going to have to get better. You know, I, I'm LeBron James. You, you're just going to have to do it my way or lose me. That's the way it works. with. Fair me. enough. I guess, I guess we'll have to see how the, the rest of this plays out. And uh, I, I guess we'll move on to looking to trade Kevin Love. It seems like he's fallen out of favor, at least in some corners of the Cavs locker room. Doesn't seem to be the best matchup for the Warriors, who we think will inevitably face. Uh, so I think we are seriously going to look to move on from him. Uh, but real quick, it, it sounds like the Celtics GM wants to, wants to call up the Pelicans uh, real quick. Uh, Celtics here, I hear you guys are talking about Anthony Davis, and I know you said that you didn't want to move him, but it, it, I just heard you had discussions with the Cavs. Uh, we'll offer you anything for Anthony Davis uh, except Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, Marcus Smart, Terry Rozier, uh, and any of our first-round picks, but you can have anything else. Are, are you interested? Wait, so are you talking Tatum and Brown? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no Tatum, no Brown either. <laughs> Uh, do you guys have Justice Winslow? We'd be really interested in him. I heard you guys really liked him. Oh, wait, you don't have him. Uh, no, we're good. Thank you. All right. I, I'm going to leak it real quick how close we came to trading for Anthony Davis and how that's just around the corner. And then we can get back to business. Uh, so Cavs here. Is there anybody out there who's interested in Kevin Love who can who can give us a piece that would help us against the Warriors this year? Or pieces even. We have a lot of holes. Taking a look at, at my teams, you know, we all of us, I mean, it's really pathetic how bad the East sellers are this year just in terms of the total lack of talent but please trade for my players uh but you know it's really hard to see any of us that are a kevin love away from even getting back into playoff contention necessarily so uh, i'll look one more time while the rest of you guys talk but i don't really think any of uh, my teams would be interested uh blazers here we we would definitely have some interest in kevin love if we could get him without giving up either damian lillard or cj mccollum yeah i'm just not sure you have enough otherwise i think that's did, you, be- did you see how well maurice Harkless shot from three-point range last season. <laughs> he got that bonus. <laughs> he, he did. It was very efficient. Very uh, very well played by him. And we'd like to add a player like Harkless. And you know, maybe there's a point later on down discussions uh, where if we still have a need for him, we'd be interested. We could use a, a wing like him. But for Kevin Love, no, we'll, we'll need a lot more than what you have beyond Dame and CJ. Okay. Heat here. Any of our guys that interest you at all? I mean, we've got James Johnson. We've got a bunch of kind of young wing talent that could give you some athleticism. Uh, you know, our, our first rounders are, are pretty impacted right now. We can't really offer you much in terms of that. But uh, Hassan Whiteside could give you some shot blocking as well. Maybe we could create a deal around Whiteside. Uh, you'd at least have him for longer. You could rebuild around Whiteside. Yeah, it's it's going to be similar issues or at least different issues, but the same problem against the Warriors where Whiteside isn't so eager to switch and come out on the perimeter and do those things. He's maybe a, a different type of problems than Kevin Love would present, but it, it's just too much of problems against Golden State. Yeah, what, what about uh, James Johnson? Um, you know, I don't think we'd want to give up Josh Richardson. Um, Justice Winslow could be available. Tyler Johnson, Kelly Olenek. 
those those guys we all would be willing to move for Kevin Love. Yeah, there's some pieces there. It's just we'd really like to get at least one, not necessarily elite elite, but better better than the rest of those pieces. We can only put five guys on the floor, and uh, really right now, in some ways, we're we're too deep. We have too many okay players and not enough guys who are going to make a, a real impact deep in the playoffs. Yeah, so I don't really think that we can uh, make a deal then, and the rest of my teams are just so far out of it that it doesn't really make much sense to play uh, pay a premium to get Kevin Love, who's only got basically a year and a half left on his contract before he can be a free agent. My West buyers, nobody's particularly interested in Love. We're pretty deep at both big man spots, center and power forward. The one that would theoretically kind of dance around it just would be something involving Houston with, with Ryan Anderson, but I don't think there's enough sweeteners that we could add that aren't important against us to the series because uh, against the Warriors because Kevin Love is more of a luxury than a necessity. What about the Jazz? Uh, something with, with Derek Favors and Rodney Hood and Joe Ingles gets pretty pricey. Yeah, I don't know if we see it right now. I mean, at, at this point, we're a little less excited about aggressive win now moves because we're you know far enough out of the playoffs that they're looking pretty unlikely for this season. Kevin Love's under contract another year. He is, but he's also getting older and isn't really on the timeline of Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, who are you know now our core players. Wow. In a in a vacuum, I'd be interested in Demarcus Cousins with the Pelicans, but as a as a new general manager and LeBron not committing, I'm just too scared to bring in a personality like that. Like I think there's some logical fits there. I'm just too scared to actually pursue that. And we think that a love a love Davis pairing, while in, interesting offensively, Anthony Davis specifically directed us to look at having other big men so he doesn't have to have the wear and tear. And when you play with Kevin Love, that's what you're doing. So we're we're. I I think it's one of those circumstances where we would talk, but neither side would really want to do it. Uh, is, is somebody out there uh, working as the Pistons assistant general manager to talk about that? Yeah, I think so. Jeff Bauer here. I've got total autonomy. Um, <laughs> well, to, tell us what you're interested in, including, because I, I think you know, you're talking about you want some star talent back, but Love already is a, a star talent. You can't really expect to get a better player than Love. You're, you're either, you know, most trades in the NBA, it's either you're going to get future assets or you're going to get you know split that up into multiple rotation pieces so is there anything that we could offer you as the business we certainly need to get better offensively uh love and andre drummond is not a, a terrible pairing um and sam van gundy wants to make the playoffs this year the season's rapidly going off the rails so we're willing to think on, on some stuff uh you know would something around like stanley johnson and avery bradley interest you maybe i'm i'm guessing you wouldn't do andre drummond for kevin love that's correct so yeah so if we're not gonna do what about Tobias Harris? What's his availability? Well, so you're talking about just Tobias Harris straight up for Kevin Love? Well, no, so as, as part of a package, I, I'm just gauging, like, if you're willing to include him. Oof. So you want more than that. Well, t tell me, uh, why don't you just tell me the name of the movie that you've selected? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, let's see. We, you know, I'm I'm sure you're looking to move money for for future years. Maybe we take uh, Langston Galloway. I'm, I'm guessing he's somebody you you'd kind of be welcome. Yeah, no, we, we we would certainly move on from him. Then Harris and Galloway, that that would work. Um, yeah, I mean, if you really want to do that, Cleveland, uh, go ahead. Uh, I will. Uh, you know, I better check with Stan here. I'm not sure <laughs> if we'd want to do that. You might have to throw something else in. Well, well, no, no. See, I see. Well, I look at Love is more valuable than Tobias Harris and Galloway. 
Holloway is a slight negative, but we're we're on the right track. Are are you guys still eager to pay Avery Bradley next summer? Could we do something based around Harrison Gal or Harrison Bradley as the main pieces? Because that that would help us, right? Tobias could be that forward, uh, put in Bradley at shooting guard, and if we can base it on that, I think we're we're on the right track. Ooh, it's really interesting. So Harris makes sixteen million this year. Bradley makes nine, but we'll need a raise next year. Meanwhile, Love is making twenty two this year, twenty four next year. Our tax situation, if we got Love, that would probably save us a little bit. So I'm trying to think of what the team looks like then with no Bradley and no Harris. I mean, that's two of our three best offensive players. We'd really struggle to create, but we probably, you know, maybe we would could actually fill in a little bit. Reggie Jackson would be back next year. He'll you know, be back I, later this year too. Yeah, Should be at least in theory. Um, but the, it'll probably be out of it by then. I mean, it, we're really in free fall right now, so I'm I'm not sure how much we can look at trying to get better for this year. If you can throw in one more asset, Cavs, I, I think you got a deal. If you can give us a, maybe like Jetty Osmond, would you be willing to give him up? Hmm. What if you if we added Osman and you added uh, Anthony Tolliver, who'd be a little superfluous with once you have love and could be somebody who could help us this year? Yeah, you know, with John Luer out for the year, we really need. I keep hearing that you believe backup. in Hen- that you believe in Henry Ellen, so this could you know this could be a chance <laughs> oh, yeah. to. Yeah, but you see how much he plays for us. <laughs> no, I think we need to hold on to Tolliver this year because uh, otherwise we just we don't have any forwards. I mean, we, we're we're gonna be starting Stanley Johnson at the three now, Love at the four and then we have no backup fours who are proven so no i, I think we need to hold on to Tolliver. i mean is he really going to play that for you that much anyway cleveland um no so i, I think that's what, what i would want to do i want to do osmond uh and love for bradley and harris we'd like to at least get some kind of a bone for the future here and osmond's not going to play for you guys anyway. a, a little cpa note here those guys make almost those combinations make almost exactly the same money it's uh the pistons would be acquiring a little bit more money than the Cavs, but bar- barely any anything for this season yeah we're close i don't know if it's quite there well i'll tell you what uh, would you be interested in moving isaiah thomas potentially C- could we work him into this deal instead of love no he, he and love yeah, yeah but you know, we could give t- we could give you a little more for him though what more are you thinking the, the, the issue is we need a point guard and it's tough for us like it's hard to see us beating the warriors if isaiah thomas doesn't get his legs back and figure it out there's a path there if we just trade for reggie jackson or somebody you know if we don't have have that point guard it's it's tough to see us being the Warriors so I, I kind of like to keep Isaiah as that ticket ahead but but if you're you know if you really value him we maybe that makes sense I'm curious what you think uh, of adding to get Isaiah um let's see you know Stanley Johnson is a guy who I think could really help you against the Warriors that would probably be and uh you know because Isaiah I mean he's not playing that well he's taking a ton of shots he can't hold up defensively against Golden State it's already been reported that you guys are looking for Williams so you obviously can't believe in Isaiah that much you know he's someone that we could maybe look to resign if it works out he could also maybe give us some shot creation this year because that's that's my concern we'd like to I don't think losing Isaiah really hurts you that much at this point and uh I think he could really help us so I, you know I think we'd be so Harris Bradley and Stanley Johnson for Osman Love and Thomas I think we'd be willing to do that so we'll see whether these Kevin Love trade negotiations can be resolved right after this but first this for movement watches frequent listeners have heard me talk about them quite a bit one of the fastest growing companies out there they've sold almost 2 million watches now in 160 plus countries great way if you're an international listener to support the pod and they continue to revolutionize the watch 
watch industry in their belief that style shouldn't break the bank they now have double the number of watch styles and they're selling high quality sunglasses i have a pair of those as well use them to go and hang out in the backyard they've got women's bracelets also my mom has a movement watch my fiance has a movement watch my mom bought them as gifts for her nieces my cousins they really will make an excellent valentine's day gift and you can get 15 percent off whatever you buy at movement watches today whether it's movement watches or all of their new stuff as well by going to mvmt.com movement.com slash cap space that slash cap space url easy to remember we talk about cap space all the time in the program just go to that url and see especially if you got to buy a gift for valentine's day see if there's something there that your significant other would like i think you'll be pleasantly surprised at how good these watches look despite the fact that they start at under a hundred dollars so once again movement.com mvmt.com slash cap space make sure you use that url and let them know that you came from us yeah i don't know how much stanley johnson does for us at this point he's a developmental player his his outside shot isn't steady and that becomes more of a problem deep in the playoffs can i just throw this out there as potentially a, a different way we could go uh something along the lines of you adding galloway whose long-term salary i think you want to get off of and maybe us adding fry who's an expiring contract uh and and then we'd also want tolliver though for if we're giving up fry and love we like to still have that that stretch big uh so so maybe something along the lines of harris bradley galloway and tolliver for love and fry uh, we might have to add a minor player to to make everything match but something along those lines you clear the long-term salary instead of getting the additional asset and what is cleveland's tax bill gonna be then if yeah they, if well, they do that we, hmm. i mean yeah, maybe we should just go back to the uh, original construction here maybe just bradley and harris for love i think that's that's pretty fair pretty close in terms of money you know i, I don't think we have to get osmond so i, I think we'd be willing to do that as detroit if we're if we can wrap this up here at cleveland all right throw in a second round pick and we're good <laughs> wait a minute i was supposed to be getting the additional asset with osmond now i have to throw in a second rounder as well yeah yeah, like, we'll, if there. you want to, we'll give you the second rounder if you give us Osman or, or or Ante Zizic. We could take Ante Zizic, I guess, instead if we're giving up second rounder. Whichever those guys you like the the one who's making more money. Uh, <laughs> okay, why don't hmm. so just so on simplest terms, Harris and Bradley for love. Because I, I think if we shop Osman, we could maybe get more if we just need to dump him. Um, all right, the, I, oh, we'll oh, we'll oh, do oh, that oh, as oh, the Pistons. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, we'll add. Uh, Derek Rose, whose salary we're gonna get want to get off of because oh, that would to... actually help us this year. Yeah, we we would like to get yeah. Derek Rose. Okay, and and then you add the second rounder and we're good. All right, there we go. Love and Derek Rose for Bradley Harris and a second round pick. Uh, twenty nineteen second rounder. Sure. All right, bring it up. Wow, what, what do you think, Peanut Gallery? It's fascinating. Um, I, I think Harris and Bradley is a pretty good framework for Cleveland to look at with Love because you know for the reasons that Dan has articulated, you probably want multiple guys and those are the kind of players you'd want so i i like it for the Cavs. i think i like it for the Cavs. i think that they they can go a lot of other directions at center then it doesn't preclude some of the other moves that they could make for detroit i wonder about what team they're committing to when wings are the hardest thing to find <laughs> but kevin love is a better player and if they're really hesitant to to re-sign avery bradley who's going to want his own brinks truck then that could make some sense for them whereas bradley on the Cavs is not such a big commitment because he's cheap this year and then after that they can figure it out so that part of it I think actually makes a lot of sense Avery Bradley has has broadly done well against the Warriors so yeah I mean that that part of it's interesting I had thought about George Hill in that role but Avery Bradley is better than George Hill so sure and cheaper uh, hesitant or think that Avery Bradley 
just is going to leave no matter what. You know, I mean, that, that's certainly a possibility. Yeah, there are a lot of teams out there with cap space and a theoretical need for him. Sixers there. Uh, all right. Wow. That was uh, so. What does the Cavs' rotation look like now? On uh, Jr. Smith at, at the two, or I, I guess Avery Bradley now supplants him. Uh, yes. Tobias Harris at the four, and Tristan Thompson back as the starting center uh, in base regular season lineups, like right now. Yeah, that's not bad actually. I think like Harris is shooting well from three point range. Bradley Brad. can shoot it and defend Isaiah at the one. Um, you know, they could take Isaiah off the floor and, and go with a little more size with Wade if they wanted to. Also, uh, that. You get so much better defensive think that. So, yeah, I, I think I would do that as both teams, to be honest. Yeah, it, it seems reasonable to me for both sides, too. All right, let's catch our breath here. Let's go to the real queen on the chessboard here, Kemba Walker. We are making him available. And the same part of our front office is looking for at least a first round pick and some salary relief or potentially another first rounder as well. So basically two first round type of assets or a first rounder and salary relief. Uh, Nick's here. Uh, this is this is our assistant GM, Scott Perry, calling, apparently. Uh, we are definitely interested in bringing Kemba Walker back home to the Big Apple, where he belongs. Now, as you know, our exciting rookie, Frank Nilakina has been one of the, uh, the best parts of this season. Our fans are thrilled about having a young point guard to build around. And we see Nilakina's skills as complementary to Kemba Walker. So we would like to build an offer around uh, other assets, including our future first-round picks. Picks plural? Uh, prob- probably not plural, but this season's pick in particular. Yeah, well, if if you get Kemba, I mean, that's, we're talking about a pick that's probably between, like, 11 and 17. So that's not too sexy. Um, you know, I mean, we're, we can't just give him away for nothing. You've seen the, the backlash to Woj's report in our market. I mean, we got to really have something. And I think we really need to have something even as soon as right now exciting on the floor to, to sell our fans on. I mean, we're going to be absolutely unwatchable anyway without Walker's. So I think if we're going to have a deal here, because I'm not really sure, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, how, what you can offer in terms of salary relief for us. So I, I think a, a deal would have to be built a, around Nilakina and then you know maybe salary relief. That's that's the type of return that we're looking for. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to do Nilakina. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's, is he really has that much upside to you, huh? When you have been in the darkness for so long, any light seems bright. <laughs> <laughs> Something Charlotte might experience soon enough. <laughs> well, anybody, I mean, maybe I'll come back to you guys next, but anybody else got, got an offer for Kemba here? I mean, that, that's pretty piddling at this point. Jazz here. Uh, we could offer you some significant salary relief. Uh, the framework of the deal we'd be interested in, we'd also like to get Marvin Williams for you. We had him previously and think he would be a nice fit for us as a stretch four. Uh, and then also Jeremy Lamb. And in return, we will send you a couple of expiring contracts in Derek Favors and Rodney Hood. Derek Favors, you know, would potentially, I think, have some value elsewhere if you wanted to move him on or expand this into a three-team deal. And then also Ricky Rubio, who has one year left on his contract at a reasonable rate, uh, who can be your starting point guard after you've traded Kemba Walker. Uh, any picks involved in this deal? What what kind of pick would it take? All right, so so as of now, it's Kemba, Marvin Williams, and Jeremy Lamb for favors, Hood, and what's the last piece? Rubio. And Rubio. Yeah, in some ways, Rubio, uh, I almost don't really want him because we want to, the point of this is to kind of be bad at, and rebuild. Um, Favors and Hood is a decent starting point. Maybe it, we certainly could use it. But th- this deal seems kind of more like a, all right, if you want to still 
be good right now. I mean, we're kind of just right in the same area of mediocrity here. I mean, what we'd really like to do is get a good young prospect. I mean, Hood is sort of a start to that, but then, you know, we're going to have to pay him a pretty big salary, which, you know, again, if we're going to be bad, we might as well be cheap bad. You know, I think that's a big part of our owner's motivation here. So I don't know if that gets us there, Jazz. Uh, and if you want, could give us Hood, you know, something built around Hood and a pick and some salary relief, you know, because you're not really, we're not really getting that much salary relief now if we have to take back Rubio as well. Um, you know, I think if we were, you wanted to instead do it with some of your expiring contracts this year, then we might be a little bit more interested in taking back Rubio. So, I mean, I feel, so Hood favors in Joe Johnson? And a pick as well. All right, let me see what that would do. We're currently $36 million under the tax line for next year. That would be adding for us, let's see... Uh, 12 19.5 million so it's putting us right about at the at the luxury tax next year now we can get off of Dabo Cephalosian and Jonas Jerebko's non-guaranteed deals for next year so that gives us along with Epe Udo so that gives us some more flexibility here I, I think the big thing is though we need to find a taker for Ricky Rubio it just doesn't make sense for us to have Ricky Rubio and Kemba Walker along with you know playing Donovan Mitchell at point guard at times as we're going to want to do so is there anyone else out there who's interested in ricky ruby <laughs> dan how about your team <laughs> who's got the wolves <laughs> minnesota is barred from reacquiring ricky rubio due to the reacquisition rules thankfully uh pistons here we can, right, we can use a, a fill-in point guard well well how many how many years does rubio have left just next left. year yeah that's we probably can't take on that additional year yeah, salary not not with and, and keep reggie jackson too that doesn't make any sense either well it would be four while reggie jackson was out that's not enough of a concern yeah would, would like phoenix have any interested in rubio maybe but the uh if so an assistant gm's gonna have to take over yeah it doesn't seem like a phoenix kind of move anyway uh yeah that's tough rubio is uh, is tough salary. Um, now, I mean, we could take back Rubio if you want to take back. So, I mean, we've got some guys who can play, but are still uh, pretty big salaries. Uh, you know, we might be. If uh, would you be interested in Cody Zeller uh, for Rubio? Take back uh, as uh, play some backup center for you, and we can get some salary relief off the last year of Zeller's contract. So he sort of plays the role that Favors has been playing here. Is kind of a third big man who can swing between the power forward and center positions. Oh yeah, yeah, he can absolutely play power forward. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you saw his agility his, score, right? His agility score was amazing. Yeah, he's, he's stretch big, stretch big, Cody Zeller. He's, he's uh, you know, he, he's been a stretch for ever since, you know, those three workouts in the draft process where he hit a bunch of mid-rangers. Look, this is relative to Derek Favors, okay? The bar is not high. <laughs> so I, I think we might be willing to do that. All uh, right, well, could, so, uh, could we top three protect our pick this year? Yeah, no, I, I think that would that would be reasonable. Uh, but also, there's got to be some other offers out there for Kemba. I mean, I think we can go back to that construction, but you know, this is Kemba Walker. He's an all-star, should be an all-star again this year, uh, especially with our great marketing campaign that we're no doubt doing right now. Uh, anybody else that got some interest in Kemba Walker? Pacers here. We're interested. Ooh. We, You know, you talked about that type of package where it's salary relief plus a first-rounder. We would do a first-rounder and then take back one of your several bad contracts, and we can talk about the permit- permutations, uh, but we have several guys, uh, Bogdanovich, uh, Darren Collison, and Al Jefferson who are on basically expiring contracts just small guarantees next year uh thaddeus young uh has two years left he could he could be worked into the trade uh he has a a player option so is Corey joseph somebody who, who could be worked in and has a player option Corey joseph or collison they could help keep you afloat 
play point guard for you. I, I know in that market, you don't want to go completely into the tank and they can keep you at least respectable. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, I don't know how respectable we actually uh, want to be. Uh, or we but... won't include them. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, we so... have enough pieces to, to give you some salary relief and a first rounder. Yeah. So, I mean, the guy we really want to move is Nick Batum. You know, if we can package Walker and Batum together, I, you know, I think Batum is someone who could help you guys while you really don't have any kind of a, a three man uh, with any versatility or athleticism right now. Um, and, and if we could just get quick, relatively quick salary relief, and then also, uh, what first rounder are we talking about here? 2018. Uh, so we would do 2018. Here's the catch, though. With Batum, it's going to have to be greater protections. Uh, we were thinking of taking uh, Kid Gilchrist and or Marvin Williams, probably Kid Gilchrist, and, who and doing something like lottery protected. Uh, but with Batum, we're going to want more serious protections. If that's the cost. More serious protections. Well, you certainly already do have like that ridiculously protected second rounder. So why not just throw in another first um well all right so i mean you're probably gonna make the playoffs this year you know i think maybe the the bucks pick uh for eric bledsoe is kind of a similar analog here that's protected 17 to 30 you know could we do something like that what was the terrible salary that the bucks had to take nothing yeah <laughs> but batum can actually play though and and you're getting kemba walker who's way better than bledsoe and makes I mean, less am, am i correct that kid gilchrist is somebody in, in this deal you who has negative value that if we take him we're working toward a a reason an agreeable deal yeah but the thing is he expires pretty quickly he's still pretty young really batum is the guy that we want to we want to get off here and, and so you know if we can give up if we can get off of batum who can still play i mean he's he's not just like dead salary he can help a team and you can get kemba walker and we'll get you know that's a 17 through 30 protected pick and then you know whatever whatever you end up giving back bogdanovich and probably collison and, and al jefferson or something you know those three guys to give us salary relief i think that gets us pretty close there in terms of what we need salary wise so something like thaddeus young and al jefferson and a, a lottery protected first rounder uh and i guess we, i guess we'd have to now you can hold you can hold on to thaddeus young i think you need him still <laughs> as a four um and he doesn't he doesn't do us a ton of good uh so i mean we, we'd be happy with that much good either we'd be happy <laughs> we we'd be happy with uh, i mean if you want to throw him in you can't but we'd be happy with collison and bogdanovich and al jefferson for batum kemba walker and a first and what and where did we leave it as the protection on the first uh well I, my proposal was same as that bucks pick 17 to 30 and then also one three probably uh, on the other end but you, you know hold on a second I, i'm uh, i'm getting a call from my owner michael jordan he, he this is rich show uh contracts expiring here i really would like to do something though i i really believe in leaving the franchise in a better place even though it might not be great for my job security but uh, michael jordan is calling me right now um so so he asked he asked me this question um how many all-stars are we getting back in these deals with either utah or indiana i mean i mean Bojan bogdanovich could be a euroleague all-star <laughs> yeah well you know what I, I, i'm sorry i guess i just completely wasted everyone's time here you know he, he's only <laughs> he's only willing to trade kemba walker for an all-star i you know i, I guess we're, we're just you know, is, are there any teams out there that are willing to give up an all-star of kemba walker? like you know an all-star now maybe someone like Kawhi leonard <laughs> Please, what do you want to offer Isaiah Thomas? He said an all-star now. I, we had the phone ready to go, ready to dial. <laughs> he said now. Yeah, that last word. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I guess, sorry, guys, Like, but I, I really would have liked to have done this deal. I thought it would have been good for both sides, either the Utah or the Indiana one, but, but my owner has intervened, and, and, and we can't do it. I'm sorry. Man, I really thought the Pacers were close. Like, I thought we were on to something. Hey, Very well you know. played. Very well played. 
I, I mean, God, it, it really is oh. such a such a downer when reality hits the mock trade deadline. <laughs> There's too much reality in this mock trade deadline. <laughs> uh, so no all stars out there for Kemba, huh? Yeah, I mean, if they could get off of Batum, that would be uh, th- that would be pretty good. I mean, you make twenty seven million, uh, three and a half years. And that's um, so where where should we go next? <laughs> I feel like DeAndre is the next place to go, and if we want to do DeAndre and Lou Williams, those like the Clipper. I think the Clippers just have the floor right now. Who, who said anything about Lou Williams? Uh, <laughs> you know, the Clippers would like to call up. We would like to call the Indiana Pacers. And you were just talking about you were unable to trade those expiring, semi-expiring, non-guaranteed or partially guaranteed contracts you have for next year for Kemba Walker. How about Daniel Gallinari is an upgrade for you at small forward? Was one of the most coveted free agents on the market <laughs> just a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how much of an upgrade he is while he's sitting on the bench injured. You know, that's it's going to heal. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if you help, send us a first round the bench, pick. Does that help your glute? I mean, you think like it's, he's got to kind of you know, take the pressure off the glute for it to heal. <laughs> you, you would think. Well, I mean, we're, uh, willing, we're willing to do Gallo for uh, Bojan Bogdanovic and Al Jeffers. So, yeah, we're willing to to take Gallo and a first round pick to, to get him off your books. I think that's in the range of what we're willing to do. Uh, but we don't see him as a positive asset. It's understandable. We're seeing him as more of a neutral asset, but you know, it could be an upgrade for this playoff push this season. And then you take yourself out of the uncertainty of free agency next summer. Yeah, but we don't necessarily have to face that uncertainty. We can see how the rest of the season plays out and maybe guarantee these salaries. There's an opportunity cost there because those will be pure expiring contracts next year, and we can roll this team over. Uh, so if you view him as a neutral asset, I don't think we're going to find common ground. Like, if you don't view him as a negative asset that you're willing to attach a sweetener to, I just don't think we'll we'll find something. I mean, Hawks. we'd be willing to... Okay. No, go, go ahead. You, you guys finish up. But uh, I've, I'll let you know, I've got plenty of teams who would be interested in maybe taking on Gallo for a, a first-rounder. No, I mean, we're not going to give up a first-rounder in any deal. I, a second-rounder in the future, I, that's maybe possible if we have any second-round picks. <laughs> Yeah, well, this is your last chance, Clippers. If you uh, you mocked the un- uncertainty of the free agent market, which you appear to really want to get into uh, by moving <laughs> on uh, from Gallo, but you know, if you try and do that in the off season, you know, who's going to just have twenty million in space you can that, that you can just take in uh, for Gallo? It's going to be much easier to do that now when there are beautiful expiring contracts available, uh, like Ursan Eliasova and <laughs> Malcolm Delaney and Marco Bellinelli. But guys, you could actually, you know, you probably actually could get better for this year and move Gallo as long as you're willing to give up that first round pick and then you look even better for uh, I mean, we, that free agent derby we feel pretty good about the rotation we've got going right now that's why we feel comfortable yeah. Gallo but, but what about when all been. of your two-way guys use up their NBA service well, time how are you gonna feel about your rotation then that's the beauty of trying to create some roster spots with trades here that's, well uh, I'll, I want to I want to mention one small thing with trying to get a first round pick out of the Clippers because they have that top that lottery protected first in 2019 and 2020 it's actually very hard for them to trade a first round pick right now right i mean the first year they could trade it without kind of some sort of caveat i mean it could be 2000 two years after the pick goes so that would be yeah. 2021 at the earliest right but i i'm still not willing to give up a first 2022 or you could take, tra- or you take, could trade uh, inside the protection for 29 no no you could you couldn't do that never mind we'd uh we'd take back uh bryce johnson as well uh but uh, yeah i mean if, if you're not willing better. to do that then so be it we, we could run i guess hey, oh, pacers God. here might be willing to take on wesley johnson in addition of if we could get your 2022 un, uh, unprotected first rounder for so Gallo and West Johnson. Right, I'm assuming West Johnson is also a negative. You know, we're not entirely 
because of the fact that his salary is smaller, it's not as urgent for us to to make a move there. I I just don't think that's going to get us to give up a first round pick. We've traded too many first round picks. That's why we had some changes in the front office. Doc Rock Divers is not running the show anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. R.I.P. Uh, what about DeAndre Jordan though, Clippers? We're we're certainly whistle- willing to listen. Who who out there is interested in DeAndre Jordan? Yeah, none of my terrible teams are. Cavs. Well, may, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Cavs. Uh, so we we'd like to get DeAndre Jordan, and uh, we saw. Now we're trying to remember exactly what it was. We saw this really smart article on on ESPN.com about <laughs> the Clippers, what they should trade out DeAndre Jordan for, and it didn't even involve a draft pick. It was like Tristan Thompson and some other filler salary. I'm trying to remember which one. Uh, we would do that. <laughs> that was before we had pivoted. The Clippers had pivoted <laughs> into 2018 free agency mode, and. I mean, ideally, we would like to, if we're going to trade DeAndre Jordan, given the possibility that he gets free agency this summer and, you know, is not impacting our cap necessarily, we'd want to try to trade him for almost exclusively expiring contracts. Yeah, he can't do that. We would, we would love to include a package built around Hassan Whiteside, uh, way younger than, uh, than DeAndre Jordan. Uh, and he, uh, you know, if you're just afraid of losing DJ, he, he could provide some of the same stuff that DJ does. But if you're going the cat space route, we can't help. Anyone else out there? Milwaukee? Bucks? here oh yeah bucks here bucks here uh we are we sure are interested uh the problem is to match salaries i don't know if we have that expiring contract uh we don't want to trade jabari parker right now he's just around the corner of returning uh and and think this is the wrong time to to trade him uh, we don't want to sell low on him uh, we would maybe include thon maker uh, but again we still run into the issue of not enough expiring contracts to make that match yeah clippers yeah. if this is if this 2018 thing is your plan you're making all this totally impossible you know we uh we don't mind being difficult <laughs> we don't feel the need to trade deandre jordan i mean at this point we're a playoff team you know we're we're going for now we just think that we could potentially be a playoff team even without deandre jordan if we're if we're being honest here and this doesn't get back to his agent yeah well if you really i mean the only expiring contracts really that would work around the nba you know is like a greg monroe and phoenix or those indiana guys that, that you talked about um Indiana already has Miles Turner. You know, just to get uh, the Hawks could get close to it. Maybe you'd have to take back a little money, but the Hawks are not interested in, in him. So, uh, and then I guess Utah, then they don't need him either. So, uh, otherwise, you just you, there's nowhere that you can get that type of money that expires this year to match salary. Yeah. Well, and the, and the other problem is there are facilitator teams like Phoenix that are on the board, but they would need to be getting assets in return for the space. You know, like I, I think a three-way deal involving DeAndre Jordan expiring contracts is just brutally hard to construct. Yeah, I mean, maybe what you could do is something along the lines of Monroe going to L.A., Bucks giving up assets for DeAndre, uh, but then, you know, you have to give up the asset for DeAndre, and you have to give up the asset uh, for the Bucks' bad contract going to Phoenix, and the Bucks just don't, you know, especially since they already owe that pick to Phoenix, uh, it just isn't, it's not there. Yeah. All right, well, that was exciting. Uh, (laughs) Clippers, are are you, uh, Lou Williams not on the block for you either? You just want to kind of try and make the playoffs? I mean, there's been some reporting that he could be on the block. I mean, Lou Williams has been our best player. You heard it from Chris Paul. So, no, I don't think we're interested in moving him. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's... uh... So, so, you, but then with him and and you want to get into free agency, but you've got Jordan and Lou Williams expiring. I mean, you, if you just lose those guys and don't get anything back, like you could probably even just be worse next year, even if you do get a free agent, unless you know he has a, a certain name. <laughs> that 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 name is someone we're thinking of. The Lakers don't look that attractive right now. There's one winning team in LA at this point. All right, let's go to Nikola Mirotic now with uh, my Chicago Bulls, as Danny would say. We're looking for a first rounder uh, and. 
and not taking back any salaries or any, anyone who would be willing to make a move like that. Like you're looking to trade him into space? No, we would like to get back expiring salary. Okay. We don't want any long-term salary back for him. I mean, the Jazz definitely have some interest, and we have, you know, Joe Johnson is a match salary-wise. Our first-round pick this year, though, is too valuable to give up for Miritich. It, even if we add him, it's very unlikely we'll make the playoffs. That will almost certainly be a lottery pick, and that's too much to give up. Yeah, what about uh, lottery protecting that pick this year and then, you know, making it, like, top 10 protected next year? How do the protections go after that? Uh, I think it would just it would be top 10 protected protected for another year after that or maybe no it would, it would go up a little bit more probably like top eight the next year i mean we just like to make sure that we're not in the position where we're ultimately giving up you know an unprotected pick at the end of this we'd rather get you know that uh, you know if it, it isn't conveyed within a certain period of time we end up giving up second round picks yeah well i mean you know if you want to go back to like it being i, I think i feel pretty confident that it's not going to be well you know with the new rules and it's a little bit of an issue if they're if you're not making the playoffs uh, but i think with mira did you would be and donovan mitchell rudy gobert you'd be solidly in playoff contention for next year um we think yeah, so, you could, better safe than sorry yeah if you do top top 10 and then top five protected the last year uh and then go to top three protected the year after that uh what about top four protected because that's the new lottery that's right, right. yeah i was just thinking that uh yeah okay we'll, we'll do that okay so lottery 10 5 4 in the final year yes and then two second rounders if somehow the utah jazz are that terrible the next four years which I really hope wouldn't be the case. We hope Liam, so too. Liam would be very disappointed. We we hope so too. But gotta gotta protect ourselves. Um, so so what are you sending back then? It would just be Derek Favors? Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Okay, yeah, that, that makes a little more sense. And then Joe, you know, is there a third team that would want to get in on Joe Johnson at all? Uh, Cavs here. We're not interested in Joe Johnson, uh, but we are interested in Derek Favors. Um, the chance that you want to keep Joe Johnson and do some, you know, make it more complex and send us Favors. Okay. Um, you but think- if you're looking to move Johnson, we could talk separately on Favors later. What are you thinking as far as Favors? Uh, we'd like to get him for our, our own first round pick. Uh, and sending out Tristan Thompson. All right, well, we're not going to take back Tristan Thompson. Chicago, do you have any interest in doing that? In getting Tristan Thompson? Yes. I'm also sending out a first-round pick. No, I, but to Utah. Well, we could talk about where that goes or if you know Utah conveys something else. Yeah, I, I think, I think we're making it too complicated here. Let, let's yeah. just get this Johnson-Miritich thing uh, on the books. You know, If I'm the Bulls, I can talk about maybe trying to route Johnson to a third team later, but l- let's get that done. So Joe Johnson for Nikola Miritich, uh, Bulls, opening up some more cap space now in the summer of 18 we're, we're uh looking pretty good here we could have uh 40 million in cap space coming up for uh, this offseason which uh, given how good our young guys look and you know we're a major market by the way in case you didn't realize that uh, we will uh we think we're gonna be big players this offseason. and i'm assuming a joe johnson buyout is coming probably because <laughs> we definitely want to be worse this year in the, in the last year of uh the tanktastic lottery system well, he would probably help with that <laughs> uh all right so lottery protected this year top 10 next year top five top four is the protection on that pick and then and then a reverse in two seconds are we going to yeah uh, are we going to need to exercise his team option is he going to uh or is he going to approve this trade no i think you're going to need to exercise his team option all right we're comfortable doing that yeah i I, giving up that much i imagine yes all right nikola mirchich wow that that was a lot easier than i thought it would be actually uh and 
I assume nobody else wanted to beat that offer because uh, I'm sure you would have spoken up if that were the case. The, the Pistons figured you would get nothing, and this was obviously before we traded for Kevin Love, but it would figure you wouldn't get anybody offering an expiring plus the first rounder, and we're going to try to do something along with John Luer plus a first rounder plus maybe a little more. So that'll do it for part one of the mock trade deadline, third annual version. We did it, finally get two trades. I think, though, we are seeing how difficult in this environment it is to come up with trades that are going to work with the lack of flexibility that a lot of teams have the fact that not everyone is trying to get into this 2017 free agent market but i promise you that more trades are coming we did end up with quite a few and those will be coming in part two tomorrow till then reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing Uh, (laughs) that's definitely not a problem Uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil 